Peace. Starting a little later again. Similar to yesterday. Good morning. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Kashia. Good morning to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Greetings. Greetings. Yeah. Well, everyone is uh, Gypsy Gray. You as well. Good rise. Probably already risen, but you know, just greetings anyway. Welcome to the day. <laughs> Welcome to another day. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't. I wanted to, to move outside today as well. Peace, Aliisha. Juanisha. <laughs> Naya. Yeah, greetings, greetings. Yeah, yeah, Joyce Isley. Yeah, let's see. If I catch everybody. Yeah. Yeah, welcome. Greetings, everyone. Greetings. Yeah, like I said, I was gonna I was outside earlier just getting some um some air and some moonlight. But um I don't know, I just felt to move to move back inward. So peace, peace, Ricochet. So, you know, just ended up starting a little late. I guess I did the same thing yesterday. And it didn't actually rain. Um, I didn't think it was. It didn't smell like rain. They said it was going to rain. It just kind of smelled like it. It didn't smell like it, but they said, you know. Um, so, yeah, peace to you all. Yeah, whatever question you have about the ministry, Gypsy Great, there are our new members in the chat. Um, they probably can answer the question for you, you know. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, good dawning. <laughs> Good dawning, good dawning. So yeah, feel free to tap into that resource that you have right there in, in front of this. There's several members right there that I'm sure could could give you some guidance. You know, uh, good dawning, precious. And Ifanai um, says, just woke up from a dream of aliens coming back. I didn't get all of it. Great rising, heavy follow of your teachings. Oh, give thanks, give thanks, Ifanai. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aliens are. Um, or our parents, <laughs> however you wanna, however you wanna look at it, yeah, you know, uh, Big Mama and Big Papa, they coming back, you know. Well, for some of us, they already came back, you know, been preparing the way for a while, you know. Ever since they started slapping pyramid bricks together, <laughs> they were preparing the way, you know. We've been here a long time, yeah. But um. Yeah, I won't hold you too long. You know, peace, Deidre. Peace, Alderay. Yeah, yeah. Good rise. Good rise to you. You know? Yeah, it looks like everybody's up and moving, which is good. Yeah, the night air was, uh, was really... Um, the night spoke a lot. You know, um, did a lot of roaming last night. You know, did a lot of roaming around. Peace, Sherelle. You know? And um, there were a lot of voices in the night, you know, all the way up to the dawning, you know. I said, I, I really enjoy Moonlight, you know. There's a lot. There's a lot to learn from it, you know. A lot of wisdom, of course, because it's the moon, you know. So, of course, there's uh, always wisdom to be shared. And uh, emotional wisdom, you know, helps to really get you into meditative states, which is critical, you know. And meditation is critical. You know, um, okay. So real simple, real quick. Peace, Antonio. 
peace. Um, and again, there's someone asking a question about the Omni Ministry in the chat. So um, I'm not going to answer it. I'm going to let members answer it. All right. So test your skills. <laughs> All right. Peace, Pad Mini. Peace. So, you know, um, kind of on the same wave as where we've been, you know, speaking about emotional response, you know, cause and effect and some of the things that we've been discussing. I wanted to like just share a little bit, you know, sometimes it's, it's important to, well, maybe all the time, it's important to kind of break down and come to a common understanding of um, the terms that we use. Because, you know, often I see people use terms that I can tell within context, they don't really understand what they're saying, but they're just used to hearing them. So they, it seems like the, the standard jargon um, for certain communities and certain people, you know. Um, so, or sometimes even when people talk, like I said, they talk about Orisha, but they're like, yeah, the, the Yoruba, the Yoruba religion, like they say, I know all about the Yoruba religion. That's not how you pronounce the word. So you can't know too much about it. And it's not a religion, <laughs> you know, it's, it's a language and it's a group of people, period. That's it. Nothing more than that. Just a language and a group of people. That's it. You know, um, it would be like saying the word English. It's, it's a English people, English language. Peace, 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 Baba Victor. So, you know, there's no Yoruba. Um, so the thing about it, we're really sometimes struggling to come to common terms, which can be a bit challenging, is um, that sometimes you have to break it down to certain basics, just so everyone can have a peace. Zanaba free om. So people can have a, um, you know, a sensible and productive conversation. Miss Cindy Jones, private eye, greetings. You know, um, so I wanted to like just tap into a little bit and give you some guidance on the concept of reincarnation. Sometimes I hear it spoken about in ways where it's become like a standard term now almost, but the comprehension is not so standard, you know, and it's important in relationship to everything that we've been talking about as far as commanding our life, like getting, getting control of our emotions, you know, being able to look at the source of maybe people who have abused us and the source of, of where that behavior came from and, and coming to a place of understanding beyond a place of critique, you know, um, thinking about how we want to respond versus how we choose to react, you know, all of the different things, peace, peace, Baba Cruz, you know, all of the different things that we've been covering so far, if you notice, they, they're still all centered around taking control. They're still all, peace, YG gutter, good rise. They're still all centered around how we command and and reconstruct our reality. You know, in order to do that, peace, Brother Vermont, you have to be able to um, see what your journey truly is. You know what I mean? And, and be able to separate your identity from, um, from what you've committed yourself to um, earth in, in an earthly sense, right? There are people, peace, Andrine, who spend years and years upon jail or end up getting killed because of an identity that they have. You know, um, I had mentioned a while ago, it was either in a, in a Sabbat call or it was on one of these commander days. 
and I had spoken about um, Socrates. Peace, Iris McCabe and Plant OG, you know, and uh, I think it was on one of these segments. You know, I, I do a lot of webinars and teachings and then this stuff. Peace, Sapphire J. So sometimes they, you know, <laughs> they intertwine. But, you know, just real quick, if you ever read the Crito um, by Plato, it's good. It's a good. It's a good. Um, it's a good piece. And basically, it's it's when Socrates is in jail for um, corrupting the minds of the youth, and his friend Crito comes in, and Crito is like, "Yo, we could sneak you out of Athens. We'll give you a good life and everything, you know." And um, yeah, we see you, Kashia. You know, yeah, ain't nobody saying good dawn and back, probably right. You know, they a bunch of heathens up in here, bunch of savage. But uh, <laughs> Philistines. But yeah, man. So basically, long story short, and I've seen this happen so many times. Long story short, Socrates is so committed to Athens and believes in Athens so much that he's willing to let Athens kill him instead of letting his friend Crito, it was several of his friends, sneak him out of town and go live somewhere else, right? So... I'm sorry about that. Um, I don't even want to say it because it just it'll activate again. G O O G L E thought that I had my my voice activated. G O L G L E popped up. Thought I was asking it to do something for me. It's always listening. They're always listening. <laughs> um, but anyway, so yeah, so basically it. it, it it was difficult to separate the law from the place that he loved to the point that he was willing to let them use the law against him to kill him as opposed to saying, you know what? I don't believe in this. That's just a great example of sometimes what we go through. Peace, Kenneth Williams, what we go through, and you know, even in the Western Hemisphere, you know, sometimes people are so committed to where they are that where they are is actually killing them. And they would rather let it kill them because they believe in it so much. It's like it's like having a, an allegiance to an abusive parent. You know, um, it, you know they're killing. You know they're abusing. Peace, Mama Marva. Peace, Sister Trace C. You know, um, good dawning to both of you. Good rise, grand rising. You know, you know they're killing. You know they're harming you. You know they're hurting you. But you just have this undying allegiance to them to the point that you'll let them just kill you. Just just because you don't want to go against the identity that you've rooted inside of your love for them. You know, uh, peace, Mama Kanika. Good dawning. Um, so, yeah, man. So sometimes we get rooted in these identities and we get lost. That's why there's reincarnation. All right. So I'm going to start you there. Right. And I know that was a long kind of maybe peace, quantum love. That may have felt like a long way around, but... It's, it was a short way around, trust me. It was a short way, right? So, reincarnation, you know, the first thing to understand, and like I said, I, I'm, I'm speaking on this because it's related to everything we've been speaking about, but I noticed that a lot of people kind of get it confused a little bit. You know, um, reincarnation is like, it, it's like going to the bathroom. Having to be reincarnated is is like having you know an emotion 
an emotion or uh, energy in motion is is a after effect of a thought. And truth, it's a waste product of a thought. It's the waste of thought. Peace, peace, Baba Haru. You know, it's it's the waste product of a, of a, of a thought. You now have emotion. Well, the waste product of peace, peace, Sister Moksha, the waste product for karma is reincarnation. Okay, so I'm going to explain what that what that means, but I'll reiterate it. Bro, the race the waste product of karma is reincarnation. So when we are in the uh, what you could call the the akashic sphere or the or the ethereal sphere, where we're in that ether space, or some of you call heaven, or some of you call the unseen realm, um, you can call it different things because it really doesn't matter because you don't know what it is, and neither do I. You know, we can't really conceptualize that space. People will say they can, but they can't. You know, that's the whole point. <laughs> it's that which lives above Kether or lives above the crown. So all we can really say is it's unknown, it's it's unfathomed, it's unconceptualized. And that, that's got to be good enough for now, right? But we, when we were in that space, when we were all one soul energy, um, there became, there, there was a stimulus for desire for Okay, so that desire for individualization now says, okay, let me reflect through breath. You know, let me reflect this energy of soul in individual containers. Now, of course, you know, we have that in Ifa. We have that in Dogon uh, tradition. We have it in Vedic tradition. We have it in um, uh, the, uh, the Tanakh or, or Hebraic tradition. We, we got that a lot of different places, you know, that that in becoming an individualized portion of a greater being or like drops from a from a larger sea pool you know if you will so um hey peace jonathan good good rise <laughs> yeah good good to see even if it's just your avatar <laughs> greetings as may greetings good dawning but um so yeah, so what happens is we individualize in that sense that sense. Julio, good rise. Um we individualize in that sense, right? And then what happens is we come to certain discoveries because it's there's certain lessons that we learn through the void of something. Now when we come to the planet, what do we find a void of? We find yeah, yeah, I don't think you could put links in the in the chat. So, you know, you, you have to get fancy and like, you know, use words or put a parenthesis and stuff like that. Um, I, I think. But um, the moderators might be able to put links in the track, chat and a track and a trap. So anyway, so um, there's that individualizing that we go through. Right now, this is what happens. Remember that we're coming from a place where there is only soul energy there's nothing that does not have soul where we come from you see what i'm saying there's nothing that does not have soul where we come from so part of the lessons that we learn when we come to the planet is we now interact with spiritless and soulless forces and there's a contrasting lesson that we begin to learn there now Sometimes through our interaction with spiritless and soulless forces, so I, I deal with a soulless individual, they they show themselves to be completely disagreeable, 
and now I become angry or I become violent or, or whatever it is. And now what's happening is that not that I'm necessarily tainting or staining the soul, but I'm attaching a debt to the soul. You see, you remember when I spoke about when you cater to your emotions that you are just like a restaurant. When they come and they cater to you, that eventually now there is a bill that has to be paid. So it's the same thing. And I know we've been speaking more about light, inspirational stuff all this time for this past 20-something or 30-something days. I know this may be just slightly a little more deeper or metaphysic, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it really simple. So, you know, it's still going to feel light <laughs> like we've been. I've been making it a point not to really teach heavy and just kind of keep it keep it upful and keep it, you know, vibrant on a, on a different kind of way. All right. But this is an important this is an important lesson for those of you who are trying to get control of your life to understand why, um, like, you know, we've spoke about abuse and things like that, why you may have been born into an abusive family, you know, or you encountered certain kind of people or you you find yourself consistently having to encounter certain types of, of, of situations. Right. So. Um, so, like I said, we come to this space and we find, man, this 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 peace christian this there's opportunities to interact with something completely different and on top of that there's now gender you see because you gotta remember where we were from there was no gender right so now we come down here where the divine um separates itself into masculine and feminine you know um peace britney whether it be through spirit or whether it be of course through a, a latent now effect of human bodies but now we have this this experience of spirit right so um the idea now I mean, i'm sorry the spirit of the idea of gender peace anna marie good dawning good dawning to you so now we have a couple of things that we can play with here we got gender that is a new thing now and then we have soulless environments and spiritless even environments that's a totally new thing now, this is what happens, um, and this is when your messiahs come forth, right? Whether you're talking about, again, Dionysus, whether you're talking about Heru, you know, whether you're talking about Yahawashai, um, or, or any just, you know, any messianic Krishna, any, any mess, messianic um, figure that you might imagine, right? So it's almost like there used to be this commercial back in the days. I don't think they still have it, but... They used to sell these little boxes called roach motels. Like if you have roaches in your house. And they were basically just glue. They were like basically little cardboard boxes with glue inside of them. Right? It's like a sticky thing. So the roaches would go in them. They would get stuck to the to the uh, cardboard thing. But it was like a little um, chant. little jingle for the commercials. Uh, they check in, but they don't check out. Right? So the roaches check in, but they don't check out. Right? So that's essentially whenever a messiah is necessary in a space or in a, in a dispensation is because we're living like roaches going into the roach motel. What's supposed to happen is that from a soul perspective, we're supposed to come to this place, learn, get these lessons of non-spirit, get these lessons of um, gender and, you know, of, of duality and, and things like that, and then go back. But the problem is sometimes we begin to drift. And drift is an important word. Drift is a very important word. 
um, we begin to mentally and spiritually drift. And sometimes we become comfortable with the drift. You know, just, just a little drift never hurt anybody. You know, we, we feel real cool with the drift, right? And then what happens through that drift, we lose sight of our original purpose. We, we, we suffer through a spiritual amnesia. What did we come here for again? What, what, what are we again? Peace them all. Yeah, yeah, peace. You know, like, wow. Wait a minute. I know, I know I came here for something. <laughs> and, and meanwhile, we're like, but, but this food is so good. And love is so good, and money is so good, and you know, and men and women, and uh, you know, so um, we lose sight in that sense, right? So what happens is again, it's like the the Roach Motel analogy. I know it ain't the best one, but it's what popped into my head. You know, um, we we check into this place, and we get stuck. You know, like like insects or roaches on Good Morning India could rise you know like like insects or rodents on a piece of on a sticky trap we get stuck you know um because peace k boogie because the things that are here become so enticing because it's so different if you even think about sometimes the way our children get caught out there just because something is different and they become fascinated by the differentness you know story time <laughs> years ago right working on a job i had hired a, a good friend of mine um oh peace for the super chat amazi appreciate that give thanks man give thanks give thanks give thanks um he there was all right there was another dude who worked in sales john real funny dude he was this jewish guy but he 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 was jewish but he acted super italian you wouldn't even know he was jewish you know, until he, you'd see the little necklace, which is not the star of Dawood. There's no such thing as that, by the way, in case you're ever wondering. Um, but anyway, so, or David, you would probably say David. Um, so he basically, long story short, he had this email that he was sending that it, it scrolled down slowly. It was a gift. Long story short, it looked like a pretty woman. But then when you got to it, you found that it wasn't necessarily a woman. All right, so you can use your imagination to understand it when it scrolled down and got lower, what popped out, right? So he sent it to me, and then he comes over laughing because I guess he gave him enough time to know, like, to, for me to look at it, you know, and then he's like, yeah, he was always playing practical jokes like that, right? So then we sent it to my friend that I hired, P. Shakira Rise. And he, same reaction, like, ah, gotcha, gotcha, right? So the day goes by, whatever, we go to lunch, whatever, peace, Krishan. And my friend was like, yo, I think I might be in trouble. I said, what happened? And the CEO of that company, Peace Cassie, I'm not going to say the, the guy's name, but he was like, yo, I was on my computer and so-and-so, the CEO, let's just say, walked behind me and saw that picture on my computer. You know, and he was like, I tried to close it real quick, but... You know, I, I know he saw it. So I'm saying to myself, which I never said to this day, why were you looking at it again? Right? The joke was over. <laughs> the joke was before lunch. Like, that was like early in the day. Like, it's like four o'clock now. You still, you just sitting there staring at it? You see? 
so um that's an example of sometimes you know and this is somebody i knew at the time he was married actually um it's different what is this it's a it looks like a woman but it's 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 not it's you see how we get caught up so our spirituality or our soul nature is accustomed to sameness it's accustomed to a oneness you know and when we come to the planet we get caught up by the differences and sometimes we get fascinated by it and it may not be something that you should kind of want to in invest in but sometimes we're just mesmerized by you know you go to the, the carnival the bearded lady you know you know things like that and we're just mesmerized by it so what happens with each of those attachments again it's it's sticky you're taking another step onto the sticky trap and what's happening the soul is trying to pull back away the, the soul is trying to pull back into infinitum but the body and the spirit is like but there's so there's, there's so much here <laughs> there's so much here to explore i want wow and this is different and, and that and there's arguments and this this food and there's emotions and oh da, 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 da. you see so what happens is the reincarnation process now becomes necessary because the reincarnation process is a cleanser. You see, so oh, I should have turned off my, um, I don't even want to touch it now. Should have turned off my reminders. Sorry about that. Um, but the reincarnation process becomes what cleanses us. So each time we come back through, because we're like the roaches, we, we kind of go into a Bardot period where we don't really go back to where we're supposed to go. We now end up having to come back again. Now, what are we coming back again? To cleanse ourselves of the karmic attachments that we've acquired in the last lifetime, right? And sometimes you have certain messiahs that will come forth because that roach motel mentality or, or reality has become too far widespread. So you look at a time when most uh, messianic energies came, they came at a time where the people were just completely lost in what they were doing. So what does that mean? If you lost in what you're doing and you're attached to this space and to what's going on here, that means these are less droplets, not making it back to the sea. These are droplets that are finding their home on the mainland when they need to be coming back to the sea. So now a Messiah comes forth who has more potential, more energy, but also prepares a way. You know, it's it's similar to what is said if if you if you read like even the Aquarian gospel of Christ, or I think it might be of Jesus. I don't know. I never use that word much, but the Aquarian gospel. And you, you read about how Levi speaks about what his experience or his understanding was of, of Yahweh Shai. But one of the things that we understand, like he said, you know, there's that time period between 12 and 30. You know, we know that around 12, he was preparing himself, you know, for bat, bat mitzvah. But after that, what? And everybody says, oh, he went to Egypt. Yeah, but he went, he did a couple of things. Um, one of the things that was done was that he went to, to Indus Kush. He went to India. What did he learn in India? How to meditate. Then he went to Kemet and learned other sciences there. And you get hints of that, like when the apostles, they know, they know that he noticed that he didn't really sleep much and he didn't eat. And they were like, you know, why, why is it that you don't rest with us? You don't eat with us. You don't sleep with us. 
And then he said, you know, I find my source from somewhere else. I find my resource. Well, if anybody knows about meditation, you can use meditation to recharge yourself. You see, so he was coming in and bringing higher and deeper sciences. Now, of course, when you read those stories, and like I said, most of the time, peace, good morning, Allison. Most of the time you get those stories from sources that are, that are so doggone compromised. You know, even if you grew up in, in, in the quote unquote black church, chances are your pastor was a was a Greek. You know, they they that's a fraternity man. So there's certain oaths that they already took that, you know, they're so compromised, you can't get nothing from them, you know. And then outside of that, you pretty much it's all coming down from the Vatican. So you're not really getting the the truth that you're not getting any of the metaphysical values. You're just getting the, the manipulative or the manipulative morals of what's being taught, but you're not being shown that these people were ascended masters and they paved the way for certain things to happen. You know, like there were certain things left, not just so that you can live a good life, but so that you can clean the, the attachments you can, it's, it's like, um, it's like having rubbing alcohol, you know, um, using rubbing alcohol to get that glue off. Hey, you got this stuck to you, you got that stuck to you, you got that stuck to you. Whether it's anger, this, that, that, and the third. That's why it speaks about if you want a deeper connection with your creator, and it, it speaks about this in several scriptures, actually, you must first go and make amends with your brother, right? So what that's basically saying is like, you can't connect with the higher energy without cleaning up your karma first you see if you have violated against someone if you have been wrong to someone if you have been angry towards someone if you have been reactive towards someone all of those different things count you're like oh well that was back then it's, it's it was a long time ago no you've now created more karmic attachments if you can almost picture them as like stickers stuck to you and with all these stickers stuck to you you can't get back to the higher realms you're stuck now so it's not just about ripping them off you sometimes have to go and make amends as best you can so that so that the other person really takes them off, takes them off you you know um so reincarnation becomes necessary reincarnation is not something that you know we may celebrate i may come back as a butterfly that's not really what the aim should be like i said it's an after effect of karma if you're sowing in good causes then, you know, it's the Roach Motel thing where it's like, I'm going to fly through the Roach Motel or my body is so light that I won't even get stuck to the sticky pad. I'm only getting stuck to the pad because of the heaviness of my human carcass. You see, so when my when my whole energy, when I become a light body, I can walk across sticky traps. I can see a picture of something strange and be, okay. And that's that, <laughs> you know, like that's not, that's not me. You know, I'm not curious. I don't want to, I don't want to see what that, you know, that branch feels like, you know, so, um, that's, that's the whole concept of now I'm moving with soul energy. I'm moving with purpose. And sometimes we don't realize that and this goes back to the trauma that we were speaking about. Sometimes that trauma is a part. Most of the time, it's a part of balancing that karma and being able to remove those sticky traps. You see, a lot of times we don't, it's, it's hard to own up to that. You know, you may have had a father that was abusive or a mother that was abusive. Maybe your auntie used to treat you like garbage or touched you and, 
you know, things like that. Um, but that's all a part of something that you got stuck to you in a, in a lifetime before and never removed. You, you see, um, I, I give you a small example. You remember the woman I was with? She's a woman now. She was a girl when we were together. But the woman, Chicken Hut Girl, if you, you'd have to go back and understand. Chicken Hut Girl. Um, you know, one of the things that she used to do when I, you know, again, remember we're younger. I'm like a teenager at the time where I really started seeing that this is, this is deep. She used to sleep with a hammer every night, right? And I remember one time being in her room and like it was hot. It was hot in there. And I'm like, yo, open a window. And she had nailed her window shut, right? And she didn't have an AC. So we just in there like sweating. And um, good dawning, Sister Manera. And um, she had she had a hammer under her pillow, and I was like, "What's what's that for?" She was like, "In case my brothers try to come in here at night." Now, I knew her brothers. We we were cool. Like, they weren't they weren't on it like that. They there was never any indications of anything ever happening like that. But that was just the fear that she she just was afraid of males. You know, she had a little sister as well. And I remember she would never allow, there were times when we would go places and she would have to bring a little sister. She didn't have to, but she would because she didn't trust her brothers alone with her younger sister, right? Um, even though, again, they never did anything like that. I don't even know if they knew what happened to her, actually. Um, but there was a whole experience that had to be gone through um, in terms of not only the experience that she had, but an understanding that she had to come to about masculine energy and feminine energy and, and certain levels of responsibility. And there was certain, because of what occurred, there were certain conversations that we were allowed to have um, that kind of opened her up into even much deeper sort of ideas, much, much deeper things about her father and parents relationship and things like that so um sometimes we don't realize that those tragic experiences that we're having and the residues of them of course and it's going to be residue you a child getting raped you know by grown males yeah it's, it's going to be residue but sometimes we don't realize the process of that residue is what is actually that's the turpentine that's needed to get those sticky you know after effects of of our past life off of us you know and we all come in with a cadre of spiritual energies and a cadre of, of concerns and things that need to be balanced out you know um and i want to reiterate again reincarnation is not a beautiful thing it becomes a necessary thing because of what we incurred as a cost you want to come to the planet you want to learn you want to experience there's going to be a cost it's going to be a price that you have to pay. And, you know, that's that's the difficulty. But how can I come here and get what I want but not get my hands dirty? You can't. So you're probably going to reincarnate at least, at the very least, one lifetime. And willfully, you don't suffer an amnesia where you get stuck in this lifetime and in this reality and constantly over and over. Yeah, because uh, she, like I said, many brag about coming back repeatedly because they don't understand. You know, that's one of the challenges we have in a quote-unquote community of knowers is that people are not learning. 
they hear they look at some memes and they just keep repeating them you know or they hear a phrase and it's kind of and it sounds kind of cool and they just say it over and over again and they don't everybody has a voice <laughs> and that's what i've said one of the biggest issues everybody has a voice and some people shouldn't be talking you know some people cause a lot of damage because they talk too much you know um and they should be listening because they're not qualified to speak yet you know they haven't learned enough but they get a little bit i know somebody like that who teaches classes we'll say but every little bit of information she gets she means i'm gonna teach class on that haven't tried it there's no wisdom behind it no seasoning i'm gonna teach class on it but she wants to make money she took, so she'll post up a class and twenty dollars and for the webinar on this and that and that as if she's an expert on it right you know now that causes more harm than good i know another guy who does that he's always he's got a very big following and people think he knows stuff but he doesn't really know much you know he has a lot of information and he's always talking about his information yeah i got information i got information they trying to steal my information they're copying my information information doesn't mean anything if a library has information that doesn't mean anything what knowledge do you have and then on top of that after you have that knowledge what wisdom do you have and then what understanding do you have anything can a computer has information it doesn't that doesn't make it that doesn't take it beyond something something else or someone else do you have the actual knowledge that you need to expand the boundaries in your life to expand the definitions in your life but sometimes now we have information peddlers so people be imagine because i have all this information i can now develop a following and then from that following i can actually extract resources from them because of my information but unfortunately the following is not saying okay we got some information but what about the knowledge you got any of that and then you're going to find a lot of people don't have that you know it's, it's just like i said when you look at energies like hermes and mercury's or Eshuri, legba you know or the most honorable elijah muhammad you know you can be a messenger and not necessarily understand the message you know when you're a child you know you're, you're, one parent may say here take this piece of paper down to your aunt's house there's a note you know, or you get sent home with a note, you know, peace, peace, Kevin, you know, um, you get sent home with a note and you don't know what the note says. You don't understand it. So you're the messenger, but you may not necessarily have understanding of what was being said, you know, or, or how much you represent what, what you truly represent as the messenger. Right. I remember one time when I was a child coming home with a note and this teacher's one teacher, she used to take the note and pin it to your your shirt, like with a safety uh yeah, safety pin. So she pinned the note to my shirt, and then, you know, I came home, you know, you sitting on the bus and everything with a big old note on you, you know. And um, you know, I'm a little child, obviously. I'm not like in high school, you know. <laughs> but um I came home and my mother's like, What the <laughs> you know, like you know, because you got to remember for a while, my mother made all, all, all of our clothes. So, like, it's like African fabrics and stuff like, you know what I'm saying? So she takes the note off. And then, I don't know, for some reason, my, my father was there around that time. Um, they were there to, around the same time, which was rare when I came home. They both be there. Or maybe this was later. I might be remembering. But I remember learning about red ink. I didn't know about red ink then, right? 
And I remember him saying, yo, what's up with all this red ink? Like, who are you yelling at? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I noticed this, this I didn't think she yelling at me with all this red ink and going to pin it on, on the boy's shirt, right? So me as the messenger, I'm not even understanding what all of this meant, but I'm carrying the message. You see, I'm, I'm it's pinned on my shirt, which was offensive, <laughs> you know? And then it's in red ink, which was offensive. And I don't remember what the issue was. I don't, I don't remember what she was riffing about. I don't care. I don't even remember. Um, I just remember it was third grade because I remember that teacher, Miss Boyle. Yeah, Miss Boyle. That was her name. She was so mean, you know. Um, even the name, Miss Boyle. <laughs> but um, you know, so so my point is that sometimes even we're carrying a message. And we don't realize that metaphorically, there's a, there's a, there's symbols that we're carrying that's saying its own, its own message. You know, there's so much that's intertwined in that. You know, but um, it's important to understand. You know, the value of not only being able to cleanse yourself of karma, um, but that value in reconnecting with what you say you want to reconnect with. Right? You can't do it without sticky karma all over you. You know. Um, you, you know, you imagine even a snake because they have sticky traps for snakes. Now, a snake can go across the sticky trap and most of its body still be off of it. But can it move? Not really, at least not efficiently. Good morning, creative late Lee. And good morning, Tommy Alexander. You know, um, yeah, man. So sometimes it's, it's just hard to imagine in that sense that... Um, we come down here and we forget, and then that's why the messiahs become necessary. That's why they come forth because you know there's a, there's an entity looking, which is us, <laughs> from from a, another dimension and saying, Roach Roach Motel. Here we go. They're getting stuck again. They're getting stuck. So we got to come back down and show them how to get unstuck, and leave them with certain methods and modalities. So like I said, like when Yahushai came, he really he brought the science of meditation from East, you know, over to his people, like here, meditate. Now people took that and they, you know, like I said, if you take a base, basal level of things, you just think it's prayer. Oh, we got to pray. There's more than prayer. There's also meditation. There's also affirmation. He was giving you those sciences, but again, depending on who gives you that information, you won't realize that this is not just morality. I'm being taught here. I'm being taught tools to get back home which is the most important thing, you know? So I just wanted to share that. I didn't want to make it a long session today, but um, I wanted to give you a basic understanding of why there is reincarnation. And sometimes we can, you know, cause I know the next question. Peace, Lulu, Lulu's. I know the next question is, well, how do we find out what we're stuck to? Well, that's when you start digging into what we call the Akashic records, which are very accessible to you, Akashic, or they also call it ether, you know, kind of digging into that nine ether. Um, for you, it's you don't have to go get an Akashic reading. I know there's certain people who do Akashic readings. Um, I'm very, I'm very, very leery of that. You know, it, it takes a certain kind of talent to tap into the Akashic records, and a lot of people don't have that talent. And it's also extremely exhausting <laughs> to, 
tapping into the Akashic Records. So when I see people just like offering Akashic readings, just like that, you know, I'm just leery because I I know you take someone, grow. there's two people that got really screwed up from tapping into the Akashic energy. And there's, there's a couple reasons why too, but um, Edgar Casey was one of them and Alistair Crowley was another one. Got really messed up. Um, insane in the main membrane and Edgar Casey really died as a result of it from tapping into the Akashic Records you know too much he was told at one point you know don't do any more than one or two readings a day and he was doing like nine to ten readings a day and it just it destroyed him you see it destroyed him so um, just be careful when people are like yeah I do Akashic readings they might just be intuiting some stuff you know, and you might be like, well, that sounds about right, because it's not hard to intuit, you know, but tapping into those records is a totally different type of experience. But you, here's the thing, bro, you can give yourself permission to tap into your own Akashic records. You see, there's a, there's collective records, and, and just look at it like the Akashic records, just look at them like they're a library. That's all you have to kind of envision, they're a library, right? So you can issue yourself a library card and then you can go and tap into your own records you see um you don't necessarily have to come to me or someone like me because truthfully i don't even want to do it <laughs> like i said when you're doing it properly it's extremely exhausting and people who tell you otherwise i promise you they're lying to you i promise you oh yeah i go into kasha records all the time man. they're lying to you you know so the best thing is really to do it yourself and you know just just through meditation we'll get into that at another time you know but at least i want to like plant the seed um if you have trouble with that we'll get into that but um that's how you like if you look at um avatar right um you know where he meditates and then he goes and he speaks to the other avatars that came before him that's like a, a cartoon but that's like a form of tapping into the akashic records and then you look at um the show the 100 I don't know if any of you are familiar with one the 100, but um, those the commanders they have what's in them called a flame, and they were like these are basically like avatars. It's like you have Vishnu and you know all the, all the different avatars, um, but you have different commander avatars, and then they can tap into the collective memories of all the commanders who came before them. You know, on the show the 100, you might not be. It's kind of like almost like a teen show, but I like it. You know what I mean? So, um, so you can tap into your past lives, you know, peace, Shannon, you know, and many of us have them because many of us got the sticky trap. <laughs> we got the sticky trap, trap, uh, reality. You read certain divine books. It says that even Yahawashai had, uh, 33 past lives. Now, I know you didn't read that in your regular Bible that, is actually a reincarnated figure and came 33 times before interesting number if you think about it 33 being the number of the master teacher and when he um was executed but um yeah so just that's where you begin all right i wanted to share that with you because i know that's the next question but also you have enough peace over dina you have enough information now to also understand some of the things that you're doing that are off. So don't just try to pick and choose like, well, I do this, so I do that, but 
I tapped into my Akashic and it only said my only problem was like when I got into a snowball fight and broke somebody's window, it didn't say that it was me. You're going you're gonna to end up back here again. So there has to be an honesty and a purity about it. And it's got to go beyond your emotions. That's why we built up to this conversation talking about emotions and getting a hold of emotions. You cater to your emotions is going to be a bill. So think about all the times that you cater to your emotions and you reacted without responding. You know, or you chose emotion over thought. You know, you chose irrationality over logic. And you think about now the damage that you have not only created on yourself, but you know, but to other people and what you have attached to your soul. Those are the things that you have to deal with. And you may say, man, but that goes back so long. Well, that's why we meditate. We can meditate and we can regressively look back at what have I done in my life? All right, let's, let's let me have it. All right, let's deal with it. And some of you may take it as a joke. That's on you. <laughs> You know, I can't really, you know, I can't really get you to see the seriousness of your own karma, you know. Um, but just understand, like, a lot of the joking and stuff comes from wayward statements that were given. Like I said, when you hear things like, well, the big guy knows my heart. God knows I'm a good person. Nothing says, there's no writings that say that you can do whatever you want because God knows your heart. It's out of the abundance of the, of the, of the heart, the mouth will speak. You know what I mean? So um, you do something foul or say something slick to someone, you know, that's why you always be careful when people say things and then you catch it and they say, oh, no, no, I meant to say it like this or I used the wrong word. No, they didn't. Don't fall for that crap. They said exactly what they wanted to say because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. It's just that they didn't want their heart to overflow out of their mouth so quickly. So they'll come back and try to change it. Peace, peace, Bible Christian. You're more than welcome. You know, um, so those are the things just to pay attention to, you know, looking at reincarnation and karma. I tried to keep it light for you a little bit. I know it's it's a different kind of topic from what we've been exploring um, in terms of like personal empowerment in commanding your day. But it's necessary. You know, peace, McCobe, Sandy Paris. You know, I'm, I'm glad you were able to get something out of it. And willfully, Gypsy Gray, you got your, your question answered. I didn't even look at it. <laughs> so I'm assuming that the members were able to um, to answer your question for you. All right. That's about it for us. Peace, LaCruz 10, coming in on the final hour. <laughs> or maybe you were here. Just because y'all don't jump in the chat, I don't want to assume that you wasn't here. Maybe you were already here. But, um, yeah, man, just think about it, man. And, you know, um, reincarnation isn't this cool thing that everybody keeps telling you it is. It's just that they, they're not real teachers. Don't be taught for memes. Memes can't be your, you know, you know what I'm saying? Memes can't be your teacher. They just, memes just don't hold enough information <laughs> to teach you, you know. And you don't have to listen to me. I mean, you could just research what I'm talking about, like really research the word karma and where karma comes from and the idea of it and, and, um, and reincarnation and, and coming to that, 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 um, Bodhisattva state where you've, uh, you've released and detached yourself from all emotion and, 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 um, destructive karma, you know, there's a, there's a state that you would actually achieve. Well, if that's a desired or state to acquire that, it must be kind of for a reason, not just so you could feel good, you know, so that's worth doing some research on. So I'm just giving you some some pointers of where you might want to pursue some areas of study. All right. So everyone enjoy your time today. All right. Be responsible. 
respond with ability, sharpen up your skills, P. Shamrock, sharpen up your skills today, protect each other, man, be protect protective of one another, man, we lose a lot of good people out of negligence, you know, so look out for one another and inspire one another to clean up, all right, everyone be well, be safe, it's Chief Yuya signing out, peace.